Welcome to the Undercurrent Podcast. I'm your host, Liana Lumawig, life coach, surfer, and ex-corporate girl living in Bali. I've been in unfulfilling jobs and relationships that used to drain my energy and confidence to the point where I was miserable. If you can relate, this podcast is for you. I'm here to tell you that you don't have to stay stuck and settle for anything less than what makes you happy. You can choose how to work, love, and live on your terms. And this podcast will show you how. Let's dive in. Hey friends, this month is going to be focused on the topic of love and relationships, but not in the traditional sense. So in last week's episode, I talked about building a strong relationship with yourself. And in the coming weeks, I'll be interviewing love and relationship coaches and therapists on unhealthy patterns in relationships, trauma bonding, effective communication, and boundary setting in romantic or even platonic relationships, and essentially how to navigate the dating world in general. So these topics are really important to me because I struggled in my dating life a lot. (laughs) I ended up in a lot of situations where I used to use up so much energy and spend a lot of time obsessing and cycling through relationships that just weren't working. And I learned that there's so much more to having a secure and loving relationship than just two people who are attracted to each other and are nice to each other. There's so much more than that. And I had to learn a lot of ideas that I had about love, that I learned through my childhood, the media, and what society portrays as true love, right? that idea. And through my own personal experience in relationships, through getting coaching and therapy, I've been able to redefine what love is and develop a more healthy sense of what love is. So in this episode, I'll be sharing 10 hard-earned lessons that I learned about love. And before I dive in, I want to share that my partner Mario and I are, we're going to be hosting our first workshop together. It's on relationships, moving through the phases from being single to dating and crossing that dating bridge to a more serious relationship, like talking about moving in together, marriage and kids. And we'll also talk about navigating conflict and hard conversation and share some of the books, tools, and resources we have found useful that have helped us grow and maintain connection in our relationship. So this workshop is going to be live, and it's going to be Thursday, February 24th at 8 p.m. Pacific time in the U.S., and it'll be on Friday at 5 a.m. Central European and 12 p.m. Bali. So this is going to be live. We're going to be doing it one time for now. And you can register on my website, lianalumawe.com slash workshops. So we created this workshop for two people who are in partnership or people who are single. So if you're single and want to learn more about dating and relationships, manifesting a partner and relationship tools that you can use in a relationship that you end up in, or for partners who are already in a relationship who are interested in building intimacy, security, and closeness in their relationship. So I hope to see you there. Also, I'm recording this episode next to a window. And it looks like there's a storm, so you'll hear some sounds maybe of thunder. 
I'm in Jakarta right now, so you might actually even hear sounds of prayer from the mosques nearby. So if you hear that, you know what it is. So without further ado, here are the 10 lessons I learned about love. Number one, you need to love someone in a way that they feel free, right? So lots of times when we love someone, we have this desire for our partners to be more like us, whether it's getting them to, you know, subscribe to the same hobbies we have or make the bed a particular way when we move in together or what kind of food to eat or what types of workouts to engage in or even how to dress, right? We do this because I guess maybe subconsciously we care about them and we know that maybe our way is the good way that helps serve us and maybe they can adopt a way that helps them. Well, for some partners who are on the receiving end of this, they can either accept or they can reject, right? And if they reject and you're still like wanting them to subscribe to your way of life, whatever it might be, it can be frustrating for them, right? It can feel controlling. And if both partners are doing that, there's kind of like this push and pull happening. And it can start like the effect of it can feel like being yourself is just not enough or there's something wrong with you, which can cause feelings of unsafety and anxiety and it can create some distance between you two. So partners need to feel accepted. They need to feel accepted by you in order for love to flourish. So if you introduce an idea that's something that your partner is just not really into, just learn to accept them the way that they are so they can feel free. Lesson number two, you do not need to change in order to be loved. Right, so this is kind of similar to number one, right? Where you don't need to be somebody else. You don't need to contort your life in a particular way in order to receive love. Sometimes you can empower your partner to do things that might be helpful for them, but you know, you don't have to change for your partner in order for you to be loved. If it's like a deal breaker, you also don't need to stay in the relationship. So for me, one of my early experiences, I was in a long-term live-in relationship with a partner. And when we were together, we were both in college. And, you know, after a year or two, my partner dropped out of college. And I just thought that that was the strangest thing. And at first, yeah, I just had a really hard time with it. And I remember calling my dad really young. I think I was like 20 years old or something. And I called him and I said, dad, you know, he dropped out of college. That's crazy. Like who would do that? Why would he do that? Like his life is going to get messed up, but it was his decision. Right. And my dad told me, he's like, nah, you can't change anyone. You cannot change a man. <laughs> and I just remember hearing that and going, okay, well, if I can't change, is that going to be something that I can live with? You don't have to change in order for you to be loved, but if there are things that are non-negotiables, you don't have to stay in a relationship, right? Which leads me to lesson number three. Romantic love is not unconditional. We hear this term of unconditional love being used in relationships, and I totally don't agree with that because if a relationship is toxic or abusive 
or you are more miserable than you are happy, why would you want to stay in a relationship like that? Right? Not all relationships are like that, of course. And sometimes relationships can get really hard and you've got to, you know, be strong and be prepared to weather some of those storms that will inevitably come in your relationship. But if it gets to the point where it does get so hard that you aren't experiencing really any happy moments, the Gottman Institute actually has this research. And I think that you need five positive interactions to one negative interactions to have a healthy relationship. So if it starts creeping up to where it's not positive anymore, then I would definitely consider how you can repair that and move into the healthy balance of more positive interactions or take a look at going your own separate ways. Romantic love is conditional and it requires respect between everyone involved. Lesson number four, the way you were raised determines how you love and behave in relationships. So I grew up in a Filipino Asian household and, you know, in Asian culture, there's a lot of respect in our culture, especially for elders. So much that when we speak to each other in our families, especially to younger people, it can be harsh. Like we can be harsh to our peers and people who are younger than us. Like for me, we didn't have healthy boundaries or practice clear communication. Like we did what our parents wanted to do. They were always right. <laughs> so I didn't know what boundaries or clear communication and what those terms meant until a few years ago. So going through relationships without these practices caused a lot of frustration and suffering for me because I didn't know how to communicate my needs. And I didn't even know what my needs were. I didn't have the awareness of that. So whatever your patterns are, whatever you've learned in childhood that isn't serving you in relationships now, there's a way out. You can learn to heal and shift your beliefs about relationships and create strong and secure relationships, even though you might not have learned how to do this in your childhood. Lesson number five, you do not need to perform to receive love. So I used to think that I needed to show myself as some amazing mystical dream girlfriend, one who snowboards and plays video games and has zero needs just so I could be loved, right? Even though I enjoy doing these things, right? Like snowboarding and playing video games on my own, I would lean way into these specific hobbies and traits just to kind of appease my partner and be like, I'm a cool girlfriend. <laughs> and, you know, I just didn't think I was worthy of love by being my authentic self. I just wasn't confident in that way. And learning this lesson was hard. It was painful and it took me a lot of time to work on my beliefs around my self-worth and my confidence to heal. So you can receive love and are worthy of receiving love without having to do anything, perform or prove it. You are worthy of love just by being you, exactly where you are and who you are today. Lesson number six. Love is a verb. It is caring. It is showing affection. It is accepting, supporting, 
understanding, empowering each other, showing kindness, and gently holding each other accountable to be the person they want to be. Lesson number seven. Real love is inconvenient. There are going to be some storms and frustrating events and moments where you will stretch way out of your comfort zone, where you'll have to offer your partner grace and maybe bite your tongue sometimes and pick your battles, where you will choose to make some sacrifices and not always do what you want to do so you can be generous to your partner. And this also goes for friends and family and children, right? So that's inconvenient, making space, being flexible, just not always thinking about what you want first. That's the part where I say that you shouldn't have to suffer though, or get yourself into a situation where it's one-sided, right? Where you're always being flexible. You're always being accommodating. And only one person is benefiting from this situation or situationship. You don't have to allow disrespectful behavior, right? That's not the same thing as, you know, real love. That's just, I don't know what that is. That's not a relationship. If you're in a position where you're unsure of, when it's appropriate to be flexible, be generous, right, with your partner, or to take up space for yourself and do the things that you want to do, you can negotiate with your partner. You can let them know, like, how about you pick the movie this time, but I'll pick it next time. Or, hey, you know, I'll make dinner for you tonight, but, you know, Thursday night's one of my busy nights. I'd love for you to take over on that night. Something like that. You can communicate these things. You can collaborate on it together. Lesson number eight. For love to grow, safety and trust needs to be present. This is crucial, right? When you're in a secure relationship, you can rely on your partner. You know that they got your back and you got theirs and you're there to support each other, right? And... If that safety and that trust isn't there, you're going to feel this disconnect. You're going to feel this tension and anxiety and the conflict that might come up might be even more intense. And the way that you interact with each other, you know, might be more difficult if that safety and the trust isn't there. So if there are points in your relationship where Maybe you're in conflict and you are fighting or there is tension between you two. Instead of, like before doing anything else, try to focus on creating safety and trust between you two before doing anything else. When you build that in your relationships, you'll feel more secure. You'll be more open and more willing to be vulnerable. And the connection has more potential to be richer and stronger and more intimate. Lesson number nine, love requires vulnerability. Okay, so take the walls down. 
I'm talking to you, strong, independent types. Learn to admit when you are scared, when you are jealous, when you're feeling unattractive, unloved, sad, misunderstood, lonely, inadequate, and small. Learn to admit when you are wrong. We've got it backwards as a society, thinking that admitting these things is a sign of weakness, but it takes guts, right, to say these things, especially to our partners. When we share how we're feeling in these moments with the people who love us, the walls can come down and they can meet you where you are and support you. But if you're acting like, oh no, I got it, nothing's wrong, you're the one who's wrong, what are they going to do? Vulnerability is the key to intimacy and loving connection. Learn to practice this one more often. Lesson number 10, love is evolving. So you're not the same person as you were five years ago, and I'm definitely not the same person as I was five years ago. We're always evolving. And that will apply to anyone that you choose to love. So whether it's your partner, your child, your friend, or another family member, watching them change can be difficult, especially if you're attached to the person that they used to be. Learning how to love and accept these newer versions of your loved ones over and over again is the key to sustaining loving relationships in your life. I hope you liked today's episode. And I'm curious, which of these lessons did you connect with most? Send me a DM on Instagram at The Undercurrent Podcast. And before I sign off, I just wanted to remind you again of the workshop my partner and Mario and I are hosting on February 24th. That's a Thursday. It's at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And Friday, February 25th at 5 p.m. Central European Time and 12 p.m. Bali Time if you are listening to this podcast in real time. I hope you guys have a beautiful Valentine's Day coming up and a beautiful week ahead. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Undercurrent Podcast. If we're not yet connected on Instagram, give me a follow at Liana Lumawig and at The Undercurrent Podcast. For more tips on how to design your life on your terms, or if you'd like to reach out, visit lianalumawig.com, or you can always DM me on Instagram at The Undercurrent Podcast. Take care, my friends, and see you next week.